This is a cast of about 25 people, about 10 others assisting with different parts of the process. This started just after Hanukkah. So a lot of time has gone into it. All right. And instead of introducing the whole thing, I'll go ahead and let members of the cast introduce it for you. Are we all set, Scott? David? Paul? Excellent. All right. Hello, and welcome to this year's Purim production titled The Palace. Each scene correlates to a chapter in the Book of Esther. The last two scenes are condensed into a single scene. There'll be no intermission. In between scenes, we've recorded private interviews with the characters. When the lights dim, please direct your attention to the screens as our stage crew will be setting up for the next scene. We demand that all of you silence your cell phones now. All of you. All of you. Please hold all of your applause for either the parade or for the end of the production. All right. We all want to boo Haman and cheer for Mordecai and Esther. Please be respectful of the cast as you do this and keep control of your noisemakers. Sit back. Relax. Have some home, Natasha. And enjoy the show. It is with great pleasure we give you the palace. This is the story of Purim. Purim is a Jewish feast celebrated each year to remember the amazing events that transpired in the kingdom of Ahasuerus of Persia in approximately the 6th century B.C. It is an amazing story, not only because it is true, but because plans to destroy every Jewish person in that kingdom were halted by the Almighty God. The God of Israel miraculously intervened in what appeared to be a hopeless situation and saved the Jews of the kingdom from certain death. There are four primary characters in our story, King Ahasuerus, Mordecai, Queen Esther, and the wicked Haman. We begin our story in Act 1 with King Ahasuerus holding a great feast. King Ahasuerus was a man of great wealth and power. Everyone in the kingdom bowed to Ahasuerus from the greatest to the least, from the wealthiest to the poorest. I now read for you from the book of Esther in the Holy Scriptures. Now it came to pass in the days of Ahasuerus that when the king sat on the throne of his kingdom, which was in Shushan the palace, in the third year of his reign, he made a feast unto all his princes and his servants, the power of Persia and Media, the nobles and princes of the provinces, being before him. Bring Cheers to all, libations to all, enjoy, celebrate! <laughs> Bring to me my lovely wife, Queen Vashti. Instruct her to report to me and, and to the entire court. Wearing... Hmm. Her crown. My queen, our king requests your presence at the court. What does he want this time? The king commands that you present yourself to him and the court to display your beauty wearing your your crown. My crown? 
and my crown and that is the entirety of the message my queen and he is a very specific king so chop chop well you tell him no I will not do as he says and I really don't care what he has to say about it go tell that drunken fool of a king that he needs to sober up and attend to his duties or whatever it is he does with his free time these days Go tell our king that I will not be going to the royal court today. <laughs> queen Vashti says, I won't go to the court. I don't care what you have to say about it. Wah, 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 wah. Wow, that's a good Vashti. What? What do you mean she said no? Now, what if this deed of the queen should come abroad unto all women? And what if the women will despise their husbands when they hear this? The men of the kingdom would never forgive me. Chaos, turmoil, anarchy. The king's counselors charged that Queen Vashti had not only insulted the king, but also all the princes and the people of the kingdom. So they recommended that a new queen be found to replace Vashti. So it shall be. I shall marry another beautiful woman, someone who dwells in my kingdom. Counselors begin to search for that woman, who shall be my new wife and queen. Banished? After all I've done for King Ahasuerus. Banished. All those times he offered me half the kingdom. I should have said yes. And where will I go? I hear Sparta is lovely. Well, I had to. It's hard, but we can't have that kind of insubordination. Come to think of it, I have to be more proactive about these sorts of things. I need someone who is my right-hand man that is stern. Someone who will enforce my rule fervently. I'm having me a meeting with my HR, and they're going to make qualifications, recommendations, etc. We will see from there. I'm sure that there are highly qualified candidates across my kingdom. Now in the palace of Shushan, there was a certain Jewish man named Mordecai, a Benjamite who had been carried away from Jerusalem in the Babylonian captivity. And Mordecai raised up Hadassah, his uncle's daughter, who was called Esther. She was very fair and beautiful. There were many women brought to the palace so that Ahasuerus could choose another queen. Now, Esther, listen to your old cousin Mordecai. You need to be very careful around some of these people. If I were you, I would not let them know that you are a descendant and heir of the promises of Abraham. You know, Jewish. about the girl you love and hold her tight so happy together if I should call you up and invest a dime 
And you say you belong to me And ease my mind Imagine how the world could be So very fine So happy together I can't see me loving nobody but you For all my life When you're with me, baby The skies will be blue For all my life Me and you And you and me No matter how they toss the dice It had to be The only one for me is you And you for me So happy together I can't see me loving nobody but you For all my life When you're with me, baby The skies will be blue For all my life Me and you And you and me No matter how they toss the dice It had to be The only one for me is you And you for me So happy together Me and you And you and me No matter how they toss the dice It had to be The only one for me is you, and you for me, so happy together, 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 so happy together. So the scripture tell us that the king loved Esther above all the women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. So the king already found another queen? <gasps> no, no, I don't care. Why? This is really unexpected. I mean, wow, who would have thought? I mean, no one else is supposed to know, right? Who would have thought? Away, Irshway, Aglay, Asway, Athay, Irzimpay, Inkway. A Jewish girl as a Persian queen. How do you know Pig Latin? How do you not? You know, I was such in such a down when I had to get rid of Ashton. And now, <laughs> now I have the perfect girl. I really couldn't be happier. And she is so beautiful. He held a feast for her? <gasps> yes, I, I mean, she is very pretty. You think she's prettier than me? <laughs> so in the midst of all this joy, there was treachery and deceit. Two individuals planned to assassinate the king. believe how ridiculous this king is, and now we'll take him out. That's right, we'll get him. He'll never know what hit him. It leaves us with nothing fighting all these crazy farm wars. And now, no 
think of something big thing. I give up. I give up. No! You'll never get me alive. Good! Stop, trouble! Action! Fortunately, Mordecai learned of this evil plot and told it to Queen Esther, who in turn told it to the king in Mordecai's name. Thus the criminals were caught and hanged on a tree. We will learn that God allowed this near tragedy to occur, ultimately to prevent a much greater tragedy in the kingdom of Ahasuerus. You are not terrorists. No kidding. I had to remind the security detail of that before. Well, when can I speak with Tarish? Kidding, right? He got hung up. Okay, fine. When do you think he can get back with me? Yeah, we're we're done here. <laughs> For a reason that is t- not told us in Scripture, King Ahasuerus brought honor and advancement to a prince named Haman the Agagite above all his other princes. Greetings, Haman. It is, of course, an honor, Your Majesty, my king. You have been a dedicated and loyal servant of the crown, and I wish to promote you to my second in charge. You shall be my emissary, my messenger, my right hand, the carrier of my word, the enforcer of my will. I see, Your Majesty. Then I am to be your projection, your very image, wherever it is that I go. Why, I suppose so, yes. In that case, Your Majesty, in order to bring full honor to you, the people should treat me as such. (laughs) As I am to be a reminder and carrier of Your Highness's very presence, it is fitting and appropriate for the kingdom to bow in my presence. Oh, in honor of you, of course. And every one of the king's servants bowed to Haman and revered him. All of the king's servants except Mordecai. that Mordecai and all his brethren, the Jewish people throughout the kingdom of Ahasuerus. But when, hmm, when would be the right time to destroy this people? I know. <laughs> I know. I shall have the king's servants who are loyal to me cast lots before me every day until we receive the right sign of when to destroy this people. 
the Jewish people. <laughs> so Haman had the servants cast lots before him every day, beginning in the first month, the month of Nisan, when Passover is celebrated until the twelfth month, which is the month Adar, which is the month on the Jewish calendar. And Haman determined that he should do this diabolical deed this month in the month of Adar. Now, Haman, are you saying to me, the king, that there is a certain people scattered throughout my kingdom called the Jewish people? And you say that this people does not obey my laws. And you say that I should allow this people to be destroyed. You say that 10,000 talents of silver should be paid to those who will do this thing. Well, fine. But here, take my ring so you may carry these things out without hindrance. Listen, all Persians, loyal subjects and other people. All Jews, both young and old, little children and women, should be destroyed, killed, and caused to perish on that day, on the 13th day of the 12th month. All able-bodied men should be able to take their possessions away and be ready to attack those Jewish people on that day. Make no mistake, Ahasuerus is a good man, he has a good heart, but he's a fool, and he's weak, just like the Mordecai is, and all the rest of them. Ahasuerus has no concept about a properly run a kingdom. You don't run it with love and kindness, you rule it with fear and blood. The time is coming. <laughs> that all these Jews will rue the day. They will curse their lives <laughs> and wish <laughs> that they've not been born. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure about Haman. He kind of has a weird vibe sometimes. But why did I hire him? Affirmative action hire mostly. My HR was all like, Agagites are vastly unrepresented in the raw court. So I told him to fix it. And he is really, really passionate about his work. Did you know he basically wants me to have a projection, my image, wherever he goes? I must be such a role model to him. He even made a really good case for people bowing to him as if he were me. That's... That's not weird, is it? <laughs> For you see, it is not Mordecai who will be raised on high. <laughs> it is I. It is not Mordecai who will command armies. <laughs> it is I. It is not Mordecai who will be feared. It is I. It is not Mordecai who will be king. It is I. <laughs> Keep a closer eye on Haman? Nah. You know, the king really needs to keep a closer eye on Haman. I'm hearing some really crazy rumors. Hopefully it's just fake news. Heard on Shushan News Network, SNN, but they've been all over the place with stuff lately. 
They were trying to accuse the medias of interfering in our elections. <laughs> we don't even have elections. the problem and in every province wherever the king's commandment and his decree came there was great mourning among the Jews and fasting and weeping and wailing and many lay in sackcloth and ashes and Esther sent a messenger unto Mordecai to find out about the dilemma Find out what is going on out there and why it is happening. Please hasten. Excuse me, sir. Are you a traveling man? Uh, From the east, from Jerusalem, yes. Oh, um, Mordecai? Yes. I'm a messenger of the court, loyal to Queen Esther. She wishes to know what is happening and why. Mordecai told Hatak all that had happened, and the sum of money that Haman had promised to pay to the king's treasuries for the Jews to destroy them. And he gave Hatak a copy of the decree that was given at Shushan to show Esther. And Mordecai passed on a charge and a message which Hatak brought back to Queen Esther. Listen to me, messenger of Queen Esther. Return to her and speak these words. I charge you to go to the king to make supplication unto him for your people, the Jewish people, that he may spare their lives. Quickly, Hatak, go. Hatak returned to Esther and told her all that Mordecai had commanded. What a message to come from Mordecai. Messenger, go back to him and tell him. Hatak returned to Mordecai with a reply of despair from Esther. Sir, a message from Queen Esther. Everyone knows that a person cannot just speak to the king. For if anyone, even I, were to come to the king in the inner court when I have not been called by him, then I could be put to death according to the law of King Ahasuerus. The only hope that I would have in such a situation would to be if the king were to hold out the golden scepter. Then I would be allowed to live. But I have not been summoned to the king in the last thirty days. What if he does not want to see me yet? O messenger, return to your queen and tell her these my words. Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews, for if thou altogether hold thy peace at this time, then shall enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jew from another place, but you and your father's house shall be destroyed. And who knows whether you are come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Messenger, go back to Mordecai my cousin, and say to him, Go, 
Gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast for me and neither eat nor drink three days. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Hatak returned to Mordecai with Esther's command, and the Jews fasted for three days. Things are going pretty well. Amos being proactive with insurrections or whatever that thing was about. Esther's being very self-reliant. I haven't summoned her in a while, but I doubt she's sweating it. If he doesn't want to see me, he will literally kill me. So it's like someone calling you without texting you first. So you kill them. What? (laughs) Esther might be killed? (gasps) Oh, wow. So the queen's position might suddenly be vacated again. Whoa, widow Esther. You think the king might want me back? fasting that Esther put on her royal apparel and stood in the inner court of the king's house over against the king's house and the king sat upon his royal throne in the royal house when the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court she obtained favor in his sight And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther drew near and touched the top of his scepter. To what do I owe such a wonderful surprise, my queen? Ask me whatever you would like. I'll even give you your heart's desire up to half my kingdom, if you desire it. Please, my king, you and Haman come today to the banquet that I have prepared. So the king and Haman came to the banquet that Esther had prepared, and the king promised again to give Esther whatever she wanted, even to the half of his kingdom. My petition and my request is, if I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it please the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, let the king and Haman come again to the banquet that I shall prepare for them tomorrow, and I will give my petition tomorrow. Haman went home that day joyful and glad in his heart. But again, as he passed by Mordecai at the king's gate, Mordecai would not stand up or honor him in any way. So Haman decided to have gallows 75 feet high made, and he determined to ask the king the next morning that Mordecai be hanged thereon. Yep, the power I have with this is just incredible. I have to be careful, specific with my movements. One false move and I could order someone killed. Takes a keen eye and a, and a steady hand. No, stop! Don't kill the cameraman! <coughs> Excuse me, Your Highness. Ah! Uh, uh. People bow to me like the king. I can give out orders like the king. I have the robes of the king. I'm so much like the king. (laughs) I practically am the king. (laughs) And and you're taking the king's interview time like the king? You're lucky I don't have separate 2.0 yet. 
I took Scepter 2.0 and I hid it. Doesn't matter where. My husband is second in command of the kingdom and I know him. He does not need this much power. That was stressful. And one day I was almost killed. Then I broke a fast with the husband that could have killed me and a genocidal sociopath. And I had to be polite because it was a banquet. You try not eating or drinking for three days and then having a feast with those two. <sighs> and I've got to do it again tomorrow. I need some sleep and some seltzer water. Yeah, I know something's up with Esther. She came to the court uninvited. Weird. Also invite me to a banquet. Fun! And then she ate like it was going out of style. I know something's up. <sighs> Thank goodness I have my right hand man, Heyman, to handle stuff like this for me. That night, strangely enough, the king could not sleep, and he commanded that the book of the records of the Chronicles be read before him. Wait, stop. What honor and dignity has been done to Mordecai for this? Nothing. A man saves the king's life and nothing is done for him. Who is that in the court? Haman? Call him in. Now Haman was come to the court of the king to ask that Mordecai be hanged on the gallows that Haman had prepared. But the king spoke to Haman first and said, Haman, what should be done to the man whom the king desires to honor? Who could the king possibly desire to honor more than me? For the man the king desires to honor, let the royal apparel be brought, the ones the king likes to wear, and the horse the king rides, and the royal crown, and have one of the king's most noble princes Bring him to the man who you desire to honor. <laughs> and had that man ride on horseback throughout the streets of the city and proclaim to him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king desires to honor. Amen! Such a delightful idea! I call on you to go and take the horse and the robes as you have said and take them to the man whom I wish to honor. Mordecai the Jew! So Haman was forced to do exactly as a king had said and brought honor to Mordecai the Jew.
Thus shall it be done unto the man whom the king desires to honor. But afterwards Mordecai returned to the king's gate, ever concerned about the plight of his people. And Haman returned home, mourning and having his head covered. When Haman reached home, Zeresh, Haman's wife, and all of Haman's wise men said to Haman, This madness has got to stop. We can all see that you have begun to fall before Mordecai. My sons and my daughter, they need you and I need you. But if Mordecai is truly a seed of the Jew, his God will prevail. And you will fall before him. <laughs> there you are, Haman. We got the grave. That was awesome. Is it, you're, anyways, your presence is required at Queen Esther's banquet. King has sent me to bring you. After you, sir. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but whom should the king desire to honor more than you? Ahasuerus and Haman came to the banquet of Esther the queen. And the king said again to Esther on the second day of the banquet, Now what is your request, Queen Esther? And it should be performed. Now what is your petition? And it should be granted up to half the kingdom. If I found favor in your sight, O king, and if it please the king, let my life be given me and my petition, and my people at my request. For we are sold, I and my people, to be destroyed to be slain and to perish. Who is he that has dared and presumed to do such a thing? An enemy is this wicked hero. What? I can't believe this. Now so frightened was Haman that he threw himself upon the bed where the queen was reclining so as to beg Esther for his life before the king. But when the king returned, he saw Haman lying upon the queen's bed and exclaimed, Will he even molest the queen while she is with me in the house before my own eyes? Guards! Seize him! No! Hang Haman on those very gallows. So, you're Haman. Are you serious? Are you serious? 
Yes, yes, I'm Haman. That is me. I'm simultaneously hanging on gallows. Over there, and sitting here with you. Busted. Interesting. Guards, Haman is in here! No, uh, uh, no! Well, Haman's done for, but there are other problems still. Persian law doesn't quite make it that easy for us to reverse a royal command. I checked with several attorneys here to find a legal loophole. You know, there aren't any Jewish attorneys in Persia. Maybe that's something we Jews um, should do a little bit more of. <laughs> So Haman was hanged on the gallows that he had constructed in his own house in order to kill Mordecai. And on that day, the king gave the house of Haman, the Jew's enemy, to Esther the queen. And the king took off his ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. And Esther spoke yet again before the king and fell down at his feet and sought with tears that he stopped the terrible things that Haman the Agagite had determined to do to the Jewish people. If it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the things seem right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to reverse the commandments devised by Haman to destroy the Jews, which are in all the king's provinces, for how can I endure to see the evil that shall come into my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? Behold, I, the king, grant that you and your cousin Mordecai may write letters in my name and seal them with my seal. For if anything is written in my name and sealed with my seal, it cannot be reversed. So Mordecai commanded unto the Jews and to the lieutenants and the deputies and rulers of the provinces from India unto Ethiopia, a hundred twenty-seven provinces, and to every people in their language, the following letter in the king's name and with the king's seal. The king grants the Jews which are in every city to gather themselves together and to stand for their lives, to destroy and to slay and to cause to perish all the power of the people in the province that would try to assault them, both little children and women, and to take their possessions from them for booty. All this may happen on one day, namely the 13th day of the 12th month in the month of Adar. The Jews should be ready on that day to avenge themselves against those who would have oppressed and killed them. And when these commands came into the provinces, the Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor and a feast. And many of the people of the lands became Jews for fear of what would happen to their enemies. Now in the twelfth month, the month of Dar, this month, on the thirteenth day when the day of the decree was drawing near, the Jews gathered themselves together in their cities throughout all the provinces of the king Ahasuerus. And all the rulers of the provinces helped the Jews because the fear of Mordecai fell upon them, because Mordecai became greater and greater in the king's house, and his fame went into all the provinces. And the Jews smote all of their enemies who had sought to destroy them. And the king said to Esther, 
What is your petition, Queen Esther? And what is your further request? And it shall be done, even to the half of the kingdom. If it please the king, let it be granted to the Jews which are in Shushan to do tomorrow also according as unto this day's decree, and let Haman's ten sons be hanged upon the gallows. And the king commanded that it be done. So the ten sons of Haman were hanged on his gallows. Now the Jews that were in Shushan gathered themselves together on the fourteenth day of Adar and slew three hundred men at Shushan, but they did not take their possessions for booty. But the other Jews that were in the provinces gathered themselves together and stood for their lives and had rest from their enemies and slew of their foes seventy-five thousand, but they also did not take their possessions as booty. On the thirteenth and fourteenth day of Adar, they rested and made a feast day of gladness. Therefore the Jews of the villages that dwelt in the unwalled towns made the fourteenth day a day of gladness and feasting, a good day, and a day of sending portions to one another. And Mordecai wrote letters commanding that all the Jews establish among themselves that they keep the fourteenth day of Adar and the fifteenth day as feast days yearly. For it was a month that was turned to the Jews from sorrow to joy and from mourning into a good day, a day of feasting and sending portions and giving gifts to the poor. These days are called Purim because Haman cast the purr that is lots to destroy the Jews. But this day was not ordained as a feast for the Jews only, for as it says in the Holy Scriptures, this feast day was ordained for all the Jews and for all people who join themselves to them, for Jewish and Gentile people who love God's people. And so King Ahasuerus declared the greatness of Mordecai. For Mordecai the Jew was second only to the king himself, and great among the Jews, and accepted of the multitude of his brethren, seeking the wealth of his people, and speaking shalom to all his seed.